Father, we thank you. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will speak to us this morning and you will breathe over your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, because Lord, we will receive encouragement and strength in Jesus' name. Thank you, our Father, because Lord, at the end of this message, Lord, we will receive that, O oh God, which you have, put, you have ordained for us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to say a, a big thank you to the organizers for giving me the privilege of sharing God's word this morning. This morning, I'll be sharing on what I titled the posture of faith. The posture of faith. Hallelujah. And I'll be taking my text message from uh, my text script from 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 3. Apostle Paul was writing to the Corinthian churches and he told them to watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. To watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Right. Now, if you look at the word stand, definition of the word stand means to maintain an upright position, to maintain an upright position. While the word fast means to be hard to move, to be hard to move or for something to be held securely. So when Apostle Paul was telling them to stand fast, he was saying that they should be straight and be fixed in the area of the faith and not be moved. I'll say that again. When Apostle Paul was telling them to stand fast in the faith, what he was literally telling them is that they should stand straight and be fixed or be unmovable in the area of their faith. Hallelujah. Now, remember I said that we're talking about the posture of faith. As children, when we're growing up, you know, we're told by our parents or by people, you know, elderly people or those who are in authority over us, they will tell us to stand straight or to sit straight. You know, when you are bent over, they will tell you, stand straight, stop being slouchy, don't slouch your shoulders. Don't droop your shoulders, stand straight or sit straight. Now, why are they telling us that? They're telling us that so that we do not have a curved back, so that we can maintain a good posture. So they're always telling us, stand straight, you know, you know don't slouch, don't droop your back. Even when you are sitting down, sit up straight. Why? Because they are working. They are, they are working hard to make sure that we have a good posture. Even medical practitioners will tell us that having a bad posture can lead to several back issues in the future. Sometimes, I mean, we've looked at. I looked at what bad posture can lead to. It says it can lead to back pain, neck pain, poor sleep, digestive problems spinal and even lead to spinal curvature in the future 
Now, these are problems that can be avoided if we were to learn to develop a good posture. Hallelujah. And even in organizations, you see, you know, companies will be buying ergonomic chairs for you. Why? Because they want you to have a good posture so that you don't have bad, you know, um, back pain that they will be paying for. So literally, they are working, they're giving you good chairs so that you can work for them and then they don't have to pay extra for medical bills. Same thing in our Christian life, in our faith life. Apostle Paul was encouraging us or, or, or disciplining us or, or instructing us that you must have a good faith posture. Because if you don't, it will, if, it will adversely affect our lives and even impact future generations. Hallelujah. He's ex ex encouraging us, he's instructing us that look, you must have a good faith posture. You must stand straight. You must be unmovable. You must keep a good posture concerning your faith. Hallelujah. Because of the adverse effect, just as a bad physical posture can affect your physical body, and your health so also a bad faith posture can affect your life and even impact your generation unborn hallelujah so how do we develop a good posture of faith how do we develop a good faith posture number one a good faith posture will not worry hallelujah a good faith posture. How will we know that you are you have a good faith posture? We will see it in, in your ability not to worry, even in the face of situations that should make an ordinary person worry. Hallelujah. Because faith posture can be seen. Let me chip that in. When you have a good faith posture, it can be seen. There is no one that will have a good faith posture that will not be seen. It is seen because faith can be seen. So a good faith posture will not worry. It is carefree. It takes its, it takes its root from Philippians 4 verse 6. And it says, don't be pulled. I, I'm reading from TPT, the Passion Translation. It says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. He said, be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Hallelujah. A good faith posture will not worry. Even in the midst or even in the in the center of, of worry, it is carefree. The second faith posture is fear, is fearlessness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second faith posture that you can have as a Christian is fearlessness, in which case your faith rises above fear. And in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 and 11, God told us, he says, fear not, 
for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. There is no way in our life, in the course of our lives, that we will not face fearful situations. Hallelujah. We will face fearful situations at one point or the other in our lives or at several times in our lives. But a good faith posture will refuse to be afraid. Just like the psalmist said, he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. When we believe that God is our father and he says that he will be our God, he will strengthen us, he will help us, he will uphold us with his right hand of righteousness, then we, will, we, we should not allow anything to cause fear to grip our hearts because fear will cripple your faith. Fear will cripple your faith and make you vulnerable to the attack of the enemy. Hallelujah. Fear is like a, 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 a little chip in, the, in your armor. When you have a chip or a breakage in your armor of faith, then the fairy dart of the devil can pass through it. Hallelujah. And so we must never, we must always cultivate that posture of being fearless. Look at David, even in the, in the face of, the, of, of Goliath, he was still on, he, he was still fearless. Mm -hmm. He was declaring some things. He was bold to make some declarations and say, I will cut off your head. I will do this. I will do that. Why? Because he had a posture of faith. What was he depending on? He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistines that would defy the army of the living God? And so he saw him the way God saw him, uncircumcised. And so even when we face situations that, you know, wants to, you know, throw fear into us, that wants to put fear into us, we should look at it in the face and declare, and I'm not afraid of you. Why? Because God's word has said that he will be with me. Hallelujah. Number three, posture of faith is that it speaks God's word. A good posture of faith will speak God's word. It does not keep quiet. Hallelujah. You know, people will say silence is golden. In your, in your faith work, in your battle of life, you cannot afford to be mute. Silence is deadly. Hallelujah. To the world, silence may be golden, but in the faith, in your faith work and in the warfare of your life, silence is deadly. Praise God. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13 says, And since we have the same spirit of faith, hear that word again, the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Hallelujah. Mark 11, 23 also says, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. 
a posture of faith. Another posture of faith is speaking. You cannot afford to be quiet and you must be quick to speak. Whenever the devil brings that thought, quick, be quick to speak, be, re, be quick to refute it, be quick to, 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 to declare exactly what you want. Don't allow it to grow cold. Hallelujah. Don't allow it to grow cold. Remember when Jesus saw that fig tree, he didn't wait till the next, the next day. He spoke to it immediately. The fig tree was speaking to him, you know, was speaking something to him, but he immediately made his declarations. Hallelujah. A good posture of faith will speak. In fact, I would say a good posture of faith must speak and must speak God's word. Hallelujah. You don't speak fear. You don't speak unbelief. You speak God's word. You speak faith-filled words. Hallelujah. Number four, posture of faith is that it acts without evidence. Hallelujah. It acts without physical evidence. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What is your posture of faith? Your posture of faith says that whatever God's word has said, you regard it as an absolute. You regard it as you know, you know, it, a, a reality, and you walk from that perspective. Hallelujah. You don't see everything, you act without evidence. Praise the name of the Lord. It's like somebody, I remember when I was trusting God for, trusting God for, for marriage. Hallelujah. One of the things that I did to help my faith, I started writing. I bought a book and I started writing. I was writing the names of my of my um, my um, bridesmaid. I, of course, I knew I, I didn't know the name of who the groomsmen will be, but I started writing the names of my bridesmaid. I was writing the name of my little bride. I was writing, you know, I was just writing. I was drawing. I drew my wedding gown. I wrote my wedding colors of the day. I wrote the things I wanted to do for my engagement. I was just writing. I was acting without evidence. And you know, you know, the funny aspect of it is any of my friend that offends me or, or made me angry, I would just tell them, I would take off your name from my from my bride's name. They would say, Are you are you are you are you in a relationship? I said, Must I be in a relationship? I will take your name off. If you offend me, you're no longer my friend. What am I doing? I'm acting without evidence. Hallelujah. So a good posture of faith will act without evidence what is the evidence you have what are you acting upon you are acting upon god's word hallelujah praise the name of the lord uh number five number five evidence of, of your posture of faith is it is at peace despite unfavorable news hallelujah it is at peace despite unfavorable news psalm 112 verse 7 from the TPT version. It says, they will not live in fear or dread of what may come, for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith. Hallelujah. Their hearts are secure, are firm, ever secure in their faith. What did Jesus Christ tell us? He says, peace I give to you. My peace, I live with you, not as the world gives. 
it says do not be afraid so your peace it says even in the midst of unfavorable news you will be at peace that is your posture of faith that people will be wondering normally people should be scattering by now but what is giving you that peace because you have you have God's word that has told you that no matter what you go through, he will be with you. And so you are at peace. Hallelujah. You are at peace even in the midst of unfavorable news. Number six posture of faith that we'll be talking about this morning. It says it does not give up. Give in or cave in under pressure. It does not give up. It does not give in or he does not cave in under pressure. Life will bring pressure to you. In fact, life itself is pressure. But Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10 tells us, and I'll read from two different versions. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10, in the contemporary English version, it says, don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. Don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. The, um, the, the common English Bible says, if you show yourself weak on a day of distress, your strength is too small. That's the one that um, K KJV says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Hallelujah. A, a, a posture, of faith does, posture of faith does not give up. It does not cave in. It does not give in under pressure. Hallelujah. Life will pressure you. Life will pressure you. Things will happen to you that will want you to cave in. It wants you to give in. It wants you to give up. But you, a good posture of faith will refuse to give in. It will refuse to allow the devil have his way. Praise the name of the Lord. And you see, we need to start developing all of these things, even in the little, little things of our lives. Praise God. I remember uh, about four days ago, I started sneezing. And it was really bad. I it, it just it just wouldn't stop. And before I knew it, you know, I started having cold, cough, catar, things like that. And it was affecting my job. It was I mean, it was it was really affecting me. But ordinarily, I would have just taken paracetamol or Procold, and you know, just just take it and just move on. But I just decided that you know what. <sighs> Enough of this um, Panadol, Paracetamol, Procode, and all of that. So I, I just told myself, I said, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to faith my way through. And in the office, in fact, my boss was really, she was really on my neck. She was like, ah, what's this, what's this uh, thing? Why don't you just take Paracetamol? Why don't you just take Procode? And I said, no. She said, why? I said, if I cannot handle these small, small things, at this stage of my life, what if the big ones come that don't have medication, they don't have a, a medical intervention, what will happen? And you know, she made a statement and said, it doesn't kill your faith. And I said, yeah, I know it doesn't kill my faith, but it doesn't help my faith either. And she was like, well, that's your, if that is what you want to do, it's okay. You know, but there was a lot of pressure from colleagues. They were offering me paracetamol, offering me this, offering me that. It lasted three days. You know, it lasted a few days, but I just, I just, I just, you know, stuck in my feet and I said, you know what, I'm done with this. You will have to, you are the one that will go. 
I'm not going to give in to, you know, the pressure of taking paracetamol or taking Procode. Yes, it's the easy way out, but for how long will you always have the easy way out? Praise God. Sometimes you need to dig in your heels and say, on this spot, I do not move. So a good posture of faith will not give up. It will not give in and it will not cave in under pressure. Number seven, posture of faith or good posture of faith it does not entertain any form of second guessing. It does not entertain any form of second guessing, doubt, or unbelief. Hallelujah. It does not entertain any form of second guessing, any form of doubt, or any form of unbelief. Hallelujah. You know, there are times that when we pray for something and it's delaying, sometimes the battle is in our mind, as we all know. The devil, you, you will get all sorts of thoughts. Ah, is this thing going to work? Is it not going to work? Is it going to happen just the way I want it? You know, I went to a place. I, I wanted to go and collect my passport. And um, I didn't have any physical evidence. Someone just told me that it was ready. Meanwhile, another person had told me that it was not ready. It was not processed. The passport was not, you know, it wasn't produced. Another immigration officer told me that it wasn't produced, that in order to facilitate the production, I would have to pay 20,000 Naira after I've paid the official you know, fee and everything. And it was taking long. I started the process since October last year, thinking that, no, um, by now it should have been ready. But I now heard some people say that, oh, because I did it by myself, I didn't allow, I went through the official you know, process by, paying for it online by myself, that they were not going to print it. And it was their own way of punishing people, you know, who were not allowing them, who were not, you know, taking the bribe route or something. So I'd had several stories and I needed the passport urgently. So I was already getting to the point where I was, I was giving up on the process. And so when I called the person who said to me, ah, and there's a technical fault, there's a technical this one. She called one big jargon and said, hey, I will pay 20000 I I just said, okay, no problem, I will pay. And then somebody else, I called somebody else, and the person now told me that I should wait. We'll get in touch with another immigration person. And the immigration person now told that person I got in touch with that the, the, the passport is ready. So you can imagine, I'm having two conflicting information from immigration officers. And so the person said, I should come to the office in Ikoyi that the, the passport is ready. So when I got there, you know, a lot of thought was just raising through my mind. Ah, what if it is not ready? What if they don't call your name? What if this one? What if that? And then while I was seated there, it was like a battle of my mind. That this person told you that you are going to pay 20000 naira. Another person told you that you should just come. What, what, but online, when you are checking it, it's still saying not yet produced so how can you now come here without any evidence hallelujah the only evidence i had was that man's word nothing else but while that thought was raging in my mind i now said to myself okay what if it is ready what if they call my name and true to type they called my name and my passport was ready so you can imagine that all of those doubts all of those thoughts didn't at the end of the day didn't actually mean it was the reality the reality that that, that i did i'm not seeing it does not mean that the process is not going on hallelujah 
And so sometimes when we start a faith project, because we don't have any evidence, because we don't have any proof, does not mean that God has not started working on our case. It doesn't mean that our, our solution is not just around the corner. But the devil will want to make you to second guess God. He will want you to doubt God. He will want you to go into that arena of unbelief because he knows that when you get to that arena of unbelief, you will truncate, you will truncate God's perfect plan for your life. So do not allow it. Why? Because God's word is unfailing. It cannot fail. It has an inherent ability in itself to produce itself. So a good posture of faith will refuse to doubt God. It will refuse to second guess God and it will refuse to walk in the arena of unbelief. Hallelujah. The, the eighth posture of faith is the posture of worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26, the Bible says, At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's shackles were loosened. Hallelujah. Before the earthquake came the praise. Before the, the shackles were broken came the worship. Hallelujah. So a good posture of faith is, a, is, a, is a, a, an attitude of worship. Worshiping the Father, giving him praise, giving him glory giving him you know the, the the praise that is due to him ascribing worth to him because he is worthy and when we worship hallelujah the earthquake will happen hallelujah the shackles will be broken and the foundations of the devil the foundations that the, you know of, of of anything that is offensive that is of not not of god will be broken praise the name of the lord worship will break the hold of the of satan over our life over our heart over whatever it is that you know the devil is holding against us praise the name of the lord hallelujah hallelujah the last um posture of faith that i will be talking about this morning is the word of god hallelujah the word of god everything everything Everything, I mean, we, we, we were not around when Jesus was born. We were not around when Jesus ruled, you know, um, um, was walking on this earth. We were not around when all the patriarchs of old, the prophets of old, you know, were, were, were walking the surface of this earth. But what is the evidence that we have that they walked this earth? What is the evidence that we have that Jesus came, he died, he rose again? Is the word of God, that constitution of Zion that we have been given. Hallelujah. That manual for life that we have been given. Praise the name of the Lord. So the, the, the posture of faith, a good posture of faith will depend solely on the word of God. The word of God will be your default position. Hallelujah. The word of God will be your default reference point. Hallelujah. The word of God will be your foundation. Praise the name of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a quick and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Praise the name of the Lord. We have posture of faith. 
But the ninth posture of faith that I'm talking about this morning is the word of God. The word of God must be near your mouth. The word of God must be near your tongue. It must be the closest thing to you. Praise the name of the Lord. It should be like, it should be a reflex for you. Praise God. When something is happening to you, the word of God should be your reflex. Hallelujah. I remember on, on Sunday when we were having body meeting. After the body meeting, you know, um, my children were just, you know, they were just having, they were just clowning around and they were now asking me, they said, uh, mommy, which one of, which one of you, the three of your children is the, is the rebel, you know, I think is the, is the rebel in the family or something and all of that. I didn't even allow it to land. I just said, no, I don't have any rebellious child in my family. All my children are for signs and wonders. Straight up, it just, it came out of the blue. They were like shocked because, you know, they were, they were, they were clowning, they were joking. But I wasn't joking. I don't have rebellious children. I don't have. I don't, they, they, so they were trying to, you know, um, explain it. I said, I do not have rebellious children. All my children are for signs and wonders. So the word of God must be your default position. Do not allow anything to just speak the word. Hallelujah. You know, like the 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 the, the, the Corinthian and the um the centurion says, speak the word and my servant will be healed. Stop. The word of God is our default, is our default in um 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 our, our default reference point. Hallelujah. So I, I just want to encourage us today, hallelujah, relax. Relax, the battle belongs to the Lord. And if active faith can move a mountain, then active faith can also calm the storm. Hallelujah. But everything will begin with your posture of faith in Jesus Christ. I pray for you this day as you go out on the last day of the month, on the last working day of the month, that the Lord will cause you to be favored in the name of Jesus. You will go out with peace, you'll be led forth with joy. In Jesus' mighty name. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Mm.